Welcome to Double Deuce. It's Double Deuce Podcast. With Will and Nelson. I'm Nelson. And I'm Will. And this is the Double Deuce Podcast. It's 22 minutes of podcast. Listen to it. You got time for 22 minutes? Yeah. Double Deuce. Today's episode of Double Deuce is brought to you by Frank's North Star Tavern. Frank's is the easiest way to create beautiful drunkenness with your friends, alone, and during great live entertainment. Frank's features an elegant bar space, beautiful servers, and incredible alcohol support. Try Frank's at Frank's North Star Tavern in North Lawrence, Kansas, and use offer code DOUBLEDEUCE at checkout for a free high five from Frank. Frank's, get drunk beautiful. Yeah, well, then right. I hit that thing. Double deuce. Double deuce. <laughs> we're off to a smashing start yeah, here a little, today. We're quite in sync there with the startup, with the timer, and the recording. And I, I realize that we've been given all of these, like, or at least I have been giving all of these a very poppy, like, double deuce when mm-hmm. we come in, but then we've got the intro beforehand. It's true. It is a lot of that us and a really saying double voice. deuce. Uh-huh. So I'm actually excited about this kind of Soft open. Yeah, I think it was good. I feel like it's going to give us a. That I won't, you know, I won't even trim the, the like little because I think we were talking as I hit record. I, Usually, there's know, like little dead air. That's right. the only editing I do. I trim. <laughs> I trim that little bit of dead air or like right. a little bit of half clipped word at the beginning. And no, then I, I, and I, then I clip I, the same thing off at the end. I think that gives us kind of a, a, a cutting edge feel. It's true. Like, like we're recording this in like a attic warehouse in New York, like mm-hmm. between painting with our own blood and various fluids and and you know doing musicals about diseases and stuff they still do that in new york i think musicals they did the, about the 80s and and that's where i the squatting get, get all my information the letter avenues and everything and yeah like, yeah i mean i think uh, are they not gentrified all that area yet by this point well yeah now it's probably more like we would be painting with artesian uh, pizzas mm-hmm. and uh, and making our own gluten free paleo. The painting with art- uh, artisanal song. pizzas. Are you saying like you're you're making an artisanal pizza and then you're using that then as a brush? That's my medium. That's my a, medium like is artisanal that's pizza. Interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. I paint in. You gotta in, you know you gotta really think about toppings to get mm, your color palette mm, going. And uh, my work is anchovy bleeding into artichoke heart. With a touch of farm fresh goat's cheese, I think yeah, it's really especially it's hard to to get out of the like reds and like dark ish colors and browns and whites. <laughs> like that's a lot of your greens. That's a lot of your pizza toppings, right? Uh, like, how do you get a blue? How do you get a blue out of a pizza? <coughs> that's and that's the trick. Uh-huh. That's the trick because you so know not, what? Not a, either not a lot of of. Like seaside paintings, or or you're doing kind of a, an impressionist kind of, you know, where it's all warm colors, right? You know, even the, right. the things that would be cool colored, landscapes. Normally. Yeah. Do you want to know a secret from the artisanal pizza masterpiece trade? What's that? Blue cheese isn't isn't blue. Nope. Nope. Try making a. There's Skyline a little bit in there, but it's not gonna it's not gonna sustain you, sir. I'm telling you it's not. I'm maybe. telling you it's not. I'm telling you it's not. Mm-hmm. I don't lie about my art. No. I get serious. You know what You look be, serious. You go, got kind of a crazy eye thing going on. Go, going back to like eighties performance art and covering yourself with uh menstrual blood and, and whatever. Yeah. Uh I, I this might be hilarious, right? Uh what about like instead of uh those like those like 
wine and paint parties that all the ladies are doing where you like go and you drink your little Pinot Grigio and you do your paint numbers thing and at the end of the night you're half lit on a bottle of wine and you got a picture of a fucking artichoke that you're going to have for the rest of your life and then you're going to will on your kids and they're going to argue over who has to take it and they're never going to want it. What if there's like one of those places for like 80s performance art where you like go and you uh-huh. drink some like whiskey uh-huh. and you cut yourself and you, know, you just, just bleed off. over the room. Freestyle beat poetry. Yeah, and, and it's just fucking anarchy uh-huh. and there's drugs. It's just a couple dudes back there who are like just paid to be like your weird background robots or whatever or background hobo or... I think I think we should pitch this to like a local business yeah. as a night, you know... <laughs> Kind of like for the final Fridays. You've seen Thieves Guild drawing, you've seen paint and wine, and now it's time for bleed and drunk. (laughs) Uh Yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's a viable uh, option. I mean, yeah, I think I think this town can get into that. It's a bit of a small arts town. Yeah, we well we are we were the one of the top 100 arts towns in the 1980s, uh, which is right about the time. That people were that was really exploding. Yeah. Brussels sprouts to their bodies and pretending to be a uterus with chocolate mm-hmm. syrup and alfalfa sprouts. Sorry, uh, yeah, that's very yeah. popular piece at the time. That's that's what performance artists do, and, and I, but there's no, but nobody's doing that. They're doing the paint by numbers. They're mm-hmm. doing you know sort of bleed by by numbers sort of uh, art shows. Huh. I think you got something there, man. I'm thinking maybe. I, you know, let's see how this puzzle room thing pans out. Yeah. But, like, you know, that seems are like... Are you putting together a puzzle room, or are you just waiting to see how that... I'm just happens? waiting to see. I'm waiting to see if I can get it's out of that. one of those player. things I'm, I'm interested in. There's yeah. part of me that's like, that could be interesting to try. Yeah. But I just don't know. I feel like it's hard enough for us to just get a game night together these days. It's true. To... to let alone to like go spend money to do a puzzle room. But let me ask you this: Can you drink in the puzzle room? I don't think so. And that's you have to like the, could we tailgate outside the puzzle room. We need to find out who's responsible for the puzzle room and get them on the show. Because here's the other thing: is like, could you like manipulate everybody into the puzzle room uh-huh. like a mastermind and just find I pretend the most, like it's a surprise party? Like exactly, <laughs> the, the, the people that you know are gonna fucking hate each other the most, uh-huh. and you put them all in the puzzle room together, and then you get to watch the video and just sort. Of laugh, uh, and you know, of course, you're taking the key, whatever's supposed to be the key. I like that. I also like the, I like the tailgating idea. I like like pulling up in some fucking pickups, like opening the beds, like <laughs> fucking cooking up some hot dogs and bras, and <laughs> coolers of beer, just out front, like puzzle room, puzzle room. Are you ready for confusion? <laughs> yeah, oh, sweet. All my friends are trapped inside on Saturday night. That's how uh, Hank Williams would sing the Puzzle Room song. Middle Hank. Yes. What am, they're all dead now, aren't they? No, there's the Hank the, the Hank the Third. He's still around. Okay, cool. Well, he can third Hank. Yeah, little Hank. Oh, my friends, puzzle tonight. Uh-huh. Does he have a higher? He's voice? a little. He's a little bit more like the original Hank. He's not quite the the drunken football troubadour that <laughs> that, that, that Middle Hank was. Oh, he's, he's a little bit more traditional, right? Well, you know, I, I, we can work all the details out. I mean, these are just details. These are little things. But I think that the essence of it is tailgating the puzzle room. So, let's get a group together. Uh, just give us a shout if you want to want to do the do the puzzle room tailgate, drunken yeah. tailgate puzzle room party. We can do that. And, uh, and we'll all go. And uh, and we can maybe we can podcast from live from within the puzzle room. I'm sure that would be a hell of an episode. <laughs> 
<laughs> it might be if we tailgate beforehand. Yeah, yeah. We kind of keep checking in. I, I think, like, either being filthy drunk in the puzzle room would be the best experience or the worst experience because... You wonder, here's the thing, you wonder, do they have a cutoff? <laughs> you think they probably would. There probably is. It's kind of like, you know, being on a plane where they're like, look, um, there's a level that we can't let you cross. You're here too drunk and, uh, to be in the unbelievable room. Uh, yeah. We can't really trust you to be in here with the stuff. And well, because you're going to be taking a leak in a waste paper basket exactly. when you can't get to the bathroom, you know? It just seems. That's a recipe for disaster, yeah. frankly. Yeah. They, their insurance probably doesn't cover that kind of thing. Again, we need to find out who's running the puzzle room and, and get them in for We do. I, the, I puzzle really... room, the whole idea of puzzle rooms interests me, and the fact that there is one going around here interests me. Well, know. and it's like, yeah, like, pay, pay me 25 bucks, I'll lock you in a room. <laughs> you know? And then if you but you have to do clues. Like, ah, yeah, I suppose. But it does seem like there's a, it's a certain amount of, like, all right, you need that, that startup. Of like, uh, all right, here's the, the puzzle, here's the room, here's the clues, here's the stuff. And then it's just upkeep and, like, getting them in and out. Like, it does seem like... It's not a bad business model no, in a lot of ways. No, it's true. It's true. Yeah. and uh, but, but I think the problem is that, like, once everybody's gone through the puzzle room... I don't... Yeah, you wonder, like, how much... That's the thing. You're not getting a lot of repeat. If yeah. You are, unless you didn't solve it, I guess. Then maybe you would come back to try to solve it. And then you have to like up the stakes and like uh-huh. fill the puzzle room with water and. Yeah, we really need to figure out a way. Here's the thing: the the here's the trick about doing a podcast where you're drinking beers as opposed to having conversations where you're drinking beers. Right. You know, you're used to that regular conversational pattern of like we've said some stuff and then we both take a drink as a cleanser. But on the podcast, we just get these fucking two seconds, three seconds of dead air as we're both like, "Yeah, that was a good talk." Drink. Well, maybe we could, like, maybe I'd just tell everybody, like, that's when you take a drink, too. Exactly. You know yeah. what? Yes. You Every time there's dead air, take a drink. Yeah, it's just like that's... By the way, this is episode 21, so our Holy podcast God. is now legally able to drink. That is awesome. Congratulations, So if you haven't been you drinking yet because of the law, now you can drink with the podcast. You know, I'm pretty, actually pretty proud of us. I mean, that's, like, consistency... Mm-hmm. I mean, we've done well. We've done well. Yeah. We really have, you know, so we, we've managed to keep it together on a regular schedule. It's true. Uh, we, keep, we keep meaning to record that, that fallback episode in case something goes wrong. Like, luckily nothing has happened to where something comes up and we can't record on a recording weekend. Yeah, you guys have literally no idea how close <laughs> on the news edge you are to not having content. If mm. something goes horribly wrong, we keep threatening to do an emergency episode, but... We never get around to no. it. Because that'd be recording, either coming in on a week off to record or recording three in a row. And I'm just like, that third one, that, that, that might not be the strongest episode. You know, for those of you who are yeah, you can probably determine a pattern that the uh-huh. second one is a little bit, usually a little bit drunker uh-huh. and a little bit more rollicking. I feel like, too, we've had place. a couple recently where it wasn't, sometimes we just show up and, you know, we start drinking and then we record. We haven't drank that much. There's been a couple more recently where, like, maybe we've been drinking for a little while before we start recording. We like to call that the KU basketball effect. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, that could, that, so, so there are some that, yeah, that, 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 that kind of like, oh, I said that. I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> yeah. I, so I definitely, that. I can tell. Because I, I do, you know, I feel like, I feel a little bad. It seems like we don't put a lot of work into it. it like, I don't edit much. I don't know a lot about it, and that's part of it. But it's I do listen to all of them. So if anyone's like, ah, they don't care, I care enough to listen to be like, how'd that sound? Not that great. Don't know how to fix that. Whatever. Moving on. Did I tell you about the the, the we edit your podcast guy? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you talked about it on here. You told me about it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't. Let's 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 have like we edit your podcast corner, can't we? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think let the let the people know. People out there who are thinking about starting a podcast, let them know about this guy. (laughs) Yeah. So so I was working on my my modern dating podcast, which is still in the germinating phases. Uh, even though it's been that way for a couple of months. But we're not going to go into that right now because I'm working on it. Uh, but the point is, I got a, uh email from a gentleman who'd seen that podcast somehow on the uh, new and noteworthy section of iTunes. And uh, he was it, like... It, podcasts just pop up. Like, you get weird emails and things if yeah. you have a podcast started up. But it was a total chain email. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and he was like, hey, my name's Jonathan from weeditpodcast.com. And... We want you to consider your service. And, and I actually got a little offended by this because it's like, you're trying to sell me uh, editing my own podcast, which, first of all, I think if you're, you know, granted, we don't do much with this one. That's not really what it's decided to, but but I think it's part of the fun of a lot of the podcasting is is being your own creative suite yeah. studio. So first of all, you're kind of honing in on one of the segments of it that's both work, but also kind of fun. And, and secondly... We're all broke motherfuckers. I mean, we're not mm-hmm. Mark Marin or Sword no. and Scale or, you know... Uh, Even most like of that. those people are, aren't really making a lot of money. No. <laughs> so or they're more like, it's a donation business. Like, podcasting is not a paying gig. This is more a labor part. of love. It's because uh-huh. it's fun, because we have a good time. Uh, gives us a chance to get out of the house, you know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so yeah, so, so I was like, no, I didn't ever get back to him. Um, uh, and then he sends me a, about a week later. He sends me, a, "Hey, I just want to circle back and uh-huh. you know see if we can if we see what, see if we want to get together on this." And I'm like, "Circle back, it's like what well, a, take take the hit, sure. man." Yeah, no, seriously, don't talk, don't it's like circle back implies that we've had a conversation. Yeah, you didn't just cold email me and then yeah. not get anything back. On so it. I'm like, man, okay. Take so I tell him, I, I'm like, look. Especially there, there are thousands upon thousands of podcasts. If one doesn't say anything, probably let it go. Or let it go for a while. Maybe dump, circle back in six months. Yeah, yeah. But, but like, yeah, like, uh, uh, circle back is, you know, like, just say, let me, let me, I'm sending a follow-up email. Let's say, let me, I'm circling back to, yeah, you know, we're going to you know, circle back on this and uh, we're going to ring fence it and make sure it's in our wheelhouse. You say ring fence it? Yeah, something. Don't they say that in the business world? I don't know. Anyway. What does that imply? What it's, is, what's so a ring it's fence? A, it's a fence that rings, it circles back. See, ring fencing. That's oh, funny. ring fence. Yeah. I think it's a rain fence. Rain fence? <laughs> Which I'm like, I don't understand. Yeah, no, a fence, a fence is not your best defense against rain. It's a, it's a, that's a, that's a level two druid spell. Uh, it's not very effective. I uh, can keep you can't keep uh, the fire cows out of your fields. Uh, that's the best I got on rain fence. Yeah, it's okay. Ring, yeah. Ring or fence. the sequel to Rain Man. Which is oh, just man. about a guy with an autistic fence post. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which, like the whole movie is he trying to get something out of him, and the fence post just won't say anything. Call us, yeah. Kaufman and Cruz. Uh-huh. We got something here. Uh-huh. Uh, great role uh, for Jonathan Reese Myers. Uh-huh. I think uh, he'd be delightful as a fence post. But anyway, um, yeah. my point was uh, that he says we'll, we'll certainly all just circling back. So I go, Jonathan, listen. I do a religious podcast, and, you know, my podcast, therefore, is the word of God. Therefore, editing my podcast would be like editing the very word of God himself, and that is blasphemy. Mm-hmm. Are you asking me to be a blasphemer, sir? What did he say? 
I came back with, oh, ha, that's very clever. All right. So he was patronizing the boon. A little bit. Yeah, but I mean, granted, I was fucking with him. True. But he was still, still didn't have to be patronizing. Uh-huh. But the point is, Jonathan and I are not doing business. Watch out for people who want to edit your yeah. podcast. I feel apparently it seems like there is now, because of how big podcasts are, there is somewhat of a cottage industry of people now trying to like make their money off of podcast uh, support. Yeah, yeah, no, and, and that's that's fair, but it, mm-hmm. it, but it feels like but it just seems like for the most I just don't see it. It seems like a lot of a lo- this isn't gonna help you a whole lot for the most no, part, or no. it's it's unnecessary to the point. I don't I don't know. I don't see most most podcasts like getting a little extra editing. I don't know if that's gonna make the difference. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a some, lot of. I, I think that the thing is is that people. And what's the cost even? I don't know. I didn't ask. But I think the thing is people just... Uh, it's got to be something for it to be an actual business. It seems like it's going to cost more than it's worth your while. Yeah. Unless, unless you're at a level where you could probably just get someone else that you could you know sit in a room with to help edit it. Or yeah. Or just yeah. sending content somewhere in the U.S. to have them edit it and send it back. Like, how do they even know what, what you would like to edit it? What are they editing? Well, exactly. Exactly. Who are these people? I, exactly. And it's like... Like it seems like like nobody starts off. Everybody thinks they're going to start off sounding like I have a glass in this American life, mm-hmm. and you know those guys have been doing the the, the radio thing forever. Yeah, so they, they're, they, they're trained radio personality. Yeah, like, and, and they have a they have a full studio at uh-huh. their disposal, and you know there's some really great independent guys who are doing amazing things. Mm-hmm. But they didn't start off like picture fucking perfect. They yeah. had to they had to go and they had to learn the process. And, and, I and think, there's you know more startup networks and people who are like you know come under this, we'll help you out with this kind of thing, and then. Yeah, and that I can see as being handy, or or you know, meeting other people and talking about it and learning from them. You know, that's all that's all great. But to, to I mean, to, to come in and then pay somebody to edit your stuff, it's like it's kind of like wanting to be a cyclist, but then asking hiring somebody to pedal for you. Yeah, you know, it's like well, I can still get to steer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you you you're missing half of the half of the battle, which is also half of the fun. I think. Yeah. I think especially anything, and that's honestly part of why I don't edit this is because it's 22 minutes and we run for 22 minutes, so if I do a whole lot of editing, it's not going to be 22 minutes anymore. No, no, and, I, uh, I, I took that one to the extreme. We took, we, we spent probably I know, we went really, <laughs> we went really slow today. Not we should do, lot. so um, like our, t- we, we've gone over like pizza painting and, uh, and, Okay, yeah, podcast and, and, and pizza painting. All right, all right, we need it. The big, room. big closer. Okay, big closer. Let's go, let's go lightning like, round. Maybe like we have some left. questions. I want to find out if we have some questions here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a couple of questions. Uh, here we go. Double deuce from Eric Morton. If the human centipede played on a basketball team, would it count as three players or one? Sports corner. Well, I guess which human centipede, because they keep getting bigger. Just original three-person human centipede? You know, you, you know, it, clarify... It, and that's uh, but I mean, he doesn't for, play. For us being pedantic, I mean, it's probably gonna it's gonna count as more than one at least. I would guess. Also, I, I can't see a human centipede being good at basketball. Well, it depends <laughs> on who your lucky Pierre is, because if you've got Jordan as your lucky Pierre there in the third place position, you know, but you're maybe still, he's gonna have it's a not ball. Like, it's not like it's not like they're they're stacked. Vertically, they're stacked horizontally. They've got no, you've got no jump. You've got no fucking up. Have you ever tried to shoot a basketball from a prone position or even a seated position? It's not easy. No, I, <laughs> even if you were Michael Jordan, yeah, in his prime. 
But that, that is not the best way for shooting a basketball. It's true, but maybe they could do a little. And if you're not in the if you're not in the front, you're not even getting a good fucking eye line on the like, basket. They climb up a dude and then dunk over his head. Kind of. I just it's a I feel like it's a delicate proposition every time you're trying to go vertical with yeah. the, with lips and assholes. So frankly. I think I think we're gonna say that they would count as as a. Multiple players, and it would be a terribly bad idea. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that it is against the rules in general, but also it's not a rule worth breaking. Okay, uh, Jackie Jordan of England asks, "Why do Americans call it football when it's not a ball shaped object and you throw it mainly for the entirety of the game? Surely it should be renamed hand egg." Hand egg. Well, because you're holding an egg. That's true. A shaped object. Well, but I mean, like, do they call the they call the ball in rugby a ball? Still, it's not a ball shaped object. That's true. That's it's true. kind of an in between. But they don't call the game. No, they, they call, call it rugby. rugby. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I don't know exactly why they do that. Uh, it's before my time. Yeah, you know, and I'm honestly uh, this this question keeps coming up, and and, and I think I could, there's a certain amount of kink still involved, and yeah. I don't know if that's part of why. But I don't know why they called it that, unless they were just trying to... I, I wouldn't be surprised if we kind of move over, you know, to, 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 to NFL, you know, as more of a name instead of football. Because the more, the increasingly popular, like, uh, European football becomes, and the way that everybody else in the entire world well, calls it Well, what do they football. call it? Because I know they kind of call it American football, but there's like a European league, isn't there? A football league? At least there was for a while. There was for a what while, did they, yeah. did they call that American football? I think it was American football. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's also a Canadian American, and I know they're they're still they they are pushing to get a team in London for the NFL. It keeps yes. like being talked about. I just don't know that it's the best idea as far as it's kind of a I don't know. It's rough to have one team have to fucking travel across <laughs> the Atlantic like seriously games jet then, lag every time. Like, it's so much TSA. It just seems. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 lo- I love that people like the game over yeah, there. I yeah. just don't understand. I don't see the logistics. That is, it's like the, that's just way too much Heathrow mm-hmm. involved in any. No game should have that much Heathrow involved. It would, it would almost seem more like you need to just have a game where some we were an American team, an NFL team comes over and plays. Plays a, a, a I, European I like the, league. I like, like the, have the, a, have the, little... the one exhibition game at Wembley every year. I think mm. that's uh, or the, the one league game at Wembley. Every yeah. year. I think that's that's kind of fun because both teams are jet lagged, mm-hmm. so both teams are equally suffering. But if one doesn't have the jet lag advantage, mm-hmm. that's really going to kind of suck for both teams. I mean, teams have trouble playing the fucking early game on a Sunday when they've got to travel from the Pacific Coast <laughs> from the West Coast to the East Coast. Oh shit! That's that was twenty two minutes. That, that was a quick one. That was a quick one. We, we didn't really get around a whole lot. There. It was like we were trapped in a room with no key. Yeah, and time flew by, and now we can get out of the room. Puzzle room. Puzzle room. Puzzle room. Bleed and drink. Double deuce. Contact us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com is our email. Twitter at doubledeucepod. We are also on Facebook as Double Deuce Podcast. We're also on iTunes, so please uh, subscribe to us and also leave a review with some stars if you liked it. If not, uh, we've been uh, some other podcast.